And welcome into a special edition of the Utecast here on Ute Zone and uh, UteZone.com. We are down at the KSL building. Myself, Brian Swinney, James Durant of Ute Zone, Will Smith, uh, formerly of 1320K fan, which is now just static. It's just static. Just static. Still static. Still static over Successful there. Brings a tear to my eye. Yeah, it really does. KSL's uh. Josh Furlong and KSL's Robert Jackson joining me as well. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for obviously um, – Walking across the hallway, two of you, and then the other two of you for such uh, a long walk for, for driving in tired. here. But the news of yesterday it was that Tyler Huntley is named the starting quarterback at Utah. And uh, James, wait, what? Yeah, Tyler Huntley's been named the starting quarterback <laughs> at the University of Utah. I know, breaking news here. But James, you you've been at quite a few practices. Josh, you've been at quite a few practices. Uh, and I'm just going to go around the table and ask everybody um, what your initial reaction. Josh, I'll start with you. You know, I, I think it came as a surprise to me. It, it certainly wasn't something that, that most people thought was going to happen, but at the same time it wasn't necessarily surprising in that he's not talented enough. Tyler Huntley showed extremely well in, in fall camp. Uh, he, you know, he's super uh, escapable, if that's a word. I don't know if I, I write for a living. I can't even talk. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's able to get out of that pocket so well. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, complaints that maybe he might uh, – not be able to throw very well, but I guarantee you he can throw that ball. He can he can throw it while he's running. He can throw it in the pocket. He can he can do whatever you need him to do. And there's a reason he was named the starter over Troy Williams. Robert, you've been around this this program for years. Were you surprised that he was named the starter because mainly because Witt's shown a propensity often to go with with veterans sometimes or guys that he trusts more? And Tyler Huntley has seven career snaps. It reminded me a lot of the uh, 2009 season, and I'm going to be like the grandpa in the room. Terrence Kane and, and Jordan and Wynn. Where you had a, a very young, talented. Now, it was a little bit different because Jordan Wynn was a, was a true freshman at the time, but uh, Terrence Kane went 6-1 and one, uh, for as a starter for the Utes, but was, his completion percentage was dreadful. The red zone opportunities were abysmal, and Coach Whittingham was going into a game against Wyoming and had – was looking ahead one game against TCU, knowing that he had to make a change or Utah wasn't going to be in contention for the conference race. So he pulled the trigger and went with a, a more talented quarterback, albeit a younger quarterback. And that was very unwittingham-esque because it's always been the senior guy, the guy that's earned his role. And he really hasn't done that again since. Um, and I don't really know why because it seems like you'd want the best player to play. I can see, I can see it from both sides. You want... This, the the guy that's been in the program for a long time. But, but Troy Williams has only been in the program for one year. This is his second season. And let's be honest, he he was good, but he wasn't great. So a did, 53% did completion the, percentage. Did, did Witt make the decision or did he let Troy Taylor do it? I think that Witt had his say in it. And of I think course. that he... I think that he had look. He's fifty-seven years old. He he wants a division title. Yeah. He wants a conference title, and you can't do that with mediocre quarterback play. Huh. Will your initial reaction? I was I was very surprised, but you know, you look at Troy Taylor. It's his offense. The dude's not going to make a dumb decision, dude. Because what has shown you that hey, you're you're going to get fired real quick if he doesn't like what you're doing. So you know that Troy Taylor has tons and tons of faith in Tyler Huntley to go out there and throw the ball, uh, intermediate passes. He has the escapability, as as Josh said, to to go out there. But I, my first thought was that you know he left this up to Troy Taylor and maybe is going to let his offensive coordinator be an offensive coordinator this year. 
I, and I think that's that's something he's definitely going to do. And and with, when it comes to Troy Taylor, I, I think obviously you're right. He he wants to obviously protect his job and make sure yeah. he's still there. But I, th- I think he just believes that along with Wit, that, that Tyler Huntley just gives him the best chance, which which surprised me. But but I was texting with um, with Troy Taylor last night, and, and he just said, oh, "Oh, name drop." No, it's not Come a name on. drop. It adds credence to the story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just said he. And the thing was, I'm just super excited to watch Tyler play this year. So. I mean, he, he, I think he's got the guy that he really wants and feels fit, best fits his system, James. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'll say I was surprised initially just because I thought in the little bit that we were able to see the quarterbacks, especially Troy Williams, that uh, Williams was making a little bit better decisions. She wasn't turning the ball over as often as Huntley. But uh, I had a lot of time to think yesterday, so I was thinking about it and uh, realized over the course of fall practices the mistakes that we saw to Tyler Huntley were lack of experience mistakes. They weren't bad decisions. It was just lack of experience. Like uh, we talked last week about the interception that uh, Julian Blackman had Mm -hmm. on Huntley. It wasn't the bad decision to throw the ball to McCormick there. It was just the wrong throw for that situation. That was just an experience mistake. Should have gone over the top when instead he just tried to throw a laser to the sideline. So looking back at that, the more experience that Huntley gets, I think he is a little bit more dynamic. I think he might be a little bit more accurate of a passer. And I think... Utah can live with the turnovers he might make earlier on in the season to get him experience for Pac-12 play. And uh, I think he will be a more dynamic quarterback. I, I mean, we'll use this caveat a lot. We only saw 20%, 15 to 20%, maybe even less, 10% of fall camp. And, and they knew what you were watching. And they knew you were <laughs> exactly. watching. So they, they didn't want to give you anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, they know what they're doing out there. So, so for me, based on what we saw, it's not the decision I would have made based on what we saw. But, again, I didn't see a ton. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy who played quarterback at Cal and has been a coach and coaching quarterbacks for a long time in, in Troy Taylor, and, and he's been an offensive coordinator. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. I'm going to trust in the guy that's seen it more than me. And if they're splitting hairs, I mean, if it was – look, James, the difference was was it huge between Williams and Huntley? Oh, no, it wasn't a huge Even difference. From, when, from what we saw, I, I just felt like you throw in all the factors, and I felt like, like Williams was the choice to make. Uh, so Huntley just must have outplayed him because Williams didn't play poorly. Huntley just must have outplayed him well, during uh, the, the, a lot of the portions we didn't see. Yeah, well, quick question. How long ago do you think they made this decision, and do you think they waited for not just to uh, try to keep the other team off balance, but one, you don't want Troy Williams to get you know discouraged and transfer to a, a D3 school? You no, know, I, I think uh, they made this you, decision you, on you, Saturday. You, you, well, I don't know. You, you saw you know the Cooper Bateman article with Nick Saban and – and how him and Blake Barnett and everybody thought, hey, you know, we got a chance at this job because, hey, if uh, Troy Williams decides to transfer, what do you, what do you got there at the quarterback he position? Was, he's not going to transfer. He wasn't going to transfer. <laughs> I, th- I think he's fine there. So I, I think this decision was made on Saturday would be my guess. I, I, and I think there's, a, there's a, a part of this that we're really not reading into as much is that when was the last time a quarterback got better while he played at the University of Utah? It's, it's, it's been quite a while. I mean, Travis Wilson was good, but he was just as good as a freshman as he was as a senior. I don't yeah, feel he, like he progressed. No, yeah, no, Wilson good. peaked as a sophomore. So I, I feel Absolutely. like that the, the jump that Huntley made from last year to this year in camp gave the coaches a little bit of hope as far as, well, if this progression continues and we continue to work in tutelage and, and, and see what he can do, maybe he can be, take that next step and become, you know, the, the next – you know, great quarterback to play for the University of Utah. I, I think there's something to that because, uh, I and James, we saw it the last week, week and a half of camp, maybe two weeks, Tyler Huntley was just was playing better and better and better. He and jo- was. And, Josh, you saw it as well. The, the difference in Huntley, even from spring until now, 
Uh, Troy Taylor's mentioned in a couple interviews, but it was noticeable that he's improved. Uh, more comfortable in the offense, his decision-making has improved. And like I said, the mistakes that we saw were more experience rather than anything else. Josh, what, is, what does Huntley do better than Williams right now? Uh, he, he is absolutely better at getting out of that pocket. Um, and, and I don't know if that's completely fair to say. I mean, obviously in the, in the fall camp we saw a little bit of that, and, and he's super quick and he's able to get out there. Um, but we really didn't get to see Williams do that because his, his knee was injured last year. So, yeah, you know, it's easy to say that Huntley's able to do that. But I, I, I think, you know, there, there was several passes I remember a lot last year when he first got on the scene, you know, and he, he was just kind of this freshman uh, I don't know if he was a phenom, but he, he, you know, he was just this this kid that came in here. You know, you're trying to evaluate who he is, and he's making these throws that we just hadn't seen at Utah for quite some time. And so you add that with his his ability to run the ball and being able to just be so diverse in that offense, and it makes it so effective. You know, Utah, especially under Troy Taylor, they want to be able to have so many different options. Under Aaron Roderick, there wasn't a lot of options. You knew what you were going to get. It was very predictable. But now with Taylor, I mean, Coach Shaw talked about this. He he does everything to a defense that they hate. You've got a running quarterback. You've got so many different options available to you so that they can't really key in on, on what you're going to do because you always have to be ready, which exposes you to a lot of other options on the field. And so I think the fact that Tyler is able to run that offense so well, and, and maybe you'll have some, some mistakes, the, the fact that he's able to do that so well uh, just <laughs> makes it so so effective, and, and it allows him to be able to, to run the offense and and just really live up to what Troy Taylor wants them to do. James, what, is, what does Huntley do worse than Williams? Uh, well, it'd have to go back to just those that experience thing. I don't think he's got quite the touch on the deep ball. I think he needs to work on that. Uh, we still see him try to make the big play more often than taking the safe play, which is something that Williams is better at, knowing when to take those shots and when not to take those shots. Uh, again, there's all experience things when he gets more into the rhythm, more into playing and seeing what he can and can't get away with. But uh, I think Williams would be the safer option. Huntley is a little bit more dynamic. So Williams, Huntley does worse than Williams is making those correct decisions on when to try for that big play. Will, it but Williams is a returning captain from last year, a captain again this season. Mm-hmm. He's healthy for the first time since, what, September of last year, and he was playing well in fall camp, and he still didn't win the, the starting job. It, I mean, any chance that, that there could be division on this Utah football team, or do you think everybody buys in? And Because, I mean, because they voted Williams a starter, and, and uh, I know Witt said it was close in the voting, The Huntley got uh-huh. a lot of votes too, but... I mean, is this something that that can cause a, a rift within the team? Or if they lose, yeah. But if you're if you're, if you're winning, <laughs> I mean, if you're I, winning. I, I, so it's essentially yeah. comes down to wins and losses. Yeah, I, I would I would say so. If you're if the you're, simplicity of your answer is not what I was looking for, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's, it's correct though. Yeah, there's not going to be any division if uh, Tyler Huntley goes out there and is is lights out at the quarterback position. Everyone wants their their job out there. Everyone's playing to you know to start, but. I don't think there's going to be any division as, as long as they, they they play well. The, the only the crappy thing is, you know, Tyler Huntley he starts you know throwing a couple interceptions, and then you have the people you know calling for him to be that, benched. That's the second guessing, right? Yeah. Be, because I I feel like Troy Williams probably gets a longer leash because as a returning starter, I mean, as a returning starter, mm-hmm. returning captain, I felt like if he was a starter, he would have had a longer leash, at least maybe from a fan perspective. 
as soon as, as Huntley throws that that first pick or has a, a, a rough game, the fans are going to start calling, well, why isn't Trey Williams in there? Or uh, assuming this happens, if it does, why isn't Trey Williams in there? Well, Whittingham made the wrong choice. Troy Taylor made the wrong choice. They don't know what they're doing with quarterbacks again. We're cursed at the yeah. quarterback spot. But. Well, and, and you know, what do they always say? If you're the incumbent, if you're the returning starter, the other guy is going – if it's if it's even you go with the returning starter, yeah. the other guy really has to outplay you. And, so. and apparently he did. Yeah, and you no one got, no one got to see it because the wall of, you know, wit yeah. is, is – is 10 miles high and they they do it that way on purpose but he must have really really played well if they said you know hey not only is this guy our captain he's the returning starter he's a senior hey let's go with the inexperienced sophomore though josh anything you can add to refute that in any way i want will be wrong and yeah form, just but make me cry I, got nothing. <laughs> I cried a bunch yesterday but i haven't cried yet today so <laughs> no no not necessarily i mean i think I, I think all the points that you made were made were fairly accurate i mean i don't i don't think that I think that's why we were so surprised that Troy Williams wasn't there because you know what you get. You you know I mean was Williams you know lights out and did he throw for four thousand yards? No, I mean he he got twenty seven hundred yards last year, which was still better than what Travis Wilson did, but it, there wasn't anything great. So yeah, it's it's difficult, but at the same time I think that that we're not seeing the the side of of leadership that Huntley exhibits yeah there, there is leadership there but but we don't necessarily i mean at practice i mean no you're I, right i wouldn't stand i wouldn't say oh yeah that's one of your leaders over there be just watching him but she did maybe likable though oh yeah he is but but, but you have Ty, or you have troy williams out there well, he's working with the jason two, shelley yeah, the whole they're, time they're not comparable when you when you kind of watch it from that perspective at least during our portion yeah i mean t- troy williams stays after practice a good half hour i mean it's kind of frustrating for us to be able to to kind of interview him because he's the last one i know that's you know first world problems but um you know <laughs> he's out hot. there it yeah. is hot <laughs> you know how dare i complain when he's got shoulder pads on um but he's out there he's working with jason shelley he's taking him under his wing he's this leader he he exudes this confidence in there, even though he probably knew to some extent that he wasn't getting that starting job. There had to be some telltale sign that that showed that he wasn't getting that job, but yet he continued to go out there. He continued to talk to the media. Nobody was talking to Huntley. He was one off every once in a while. Everybody was talking to Williams because that's exactly who they thought was going to be the leader <laughs> and the captain and the starter of the team. Dude, can you imagine if like, the whole team's just like in the locker room, just like laughing at the media the whole time because we just keep going over to Troy Williams and Tyler Huntley gets. You, you one say they decided the on Saturday. I don't believe they decided on Saturday. When, they, they told them on Saturday, but I, th- I think they've known for a little bit now that it's going to be Tyler Huntley. Maybe. I think so. I mean, I think to some extent, you know, Troy Taylor, he 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 perks up a little bit when you talk about Tyler Huntley. There's something there that we're not seeing that that he got. It's a little, it's a different excitement because Troy Taylor, he 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 can be exciting and he can do that, but it's 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 kind of this really subtle, like oh yeah, he's yeah. Really I was exciting. Facetiming with Troy Taylor earlier this morning. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Snapchatting, you know. Yeah, we Snapchat after that. Clothed or unclothed? Oh, uh, we were clothed. Um, no, Rojak. I was talking about you. Though. Oh yeah, I, I assume that he's an. No, I'm a never character. dude, man. I I, sh- I shower with uh, with denim on. Uh, Rojak, uh, c- could. I mean, Those how much never nudes? Yeah, how does how much does this open up wit to the possibility of of criticism? Because to me, it I mean, already has. I mean, you, you you open up social media and you can see the criticism already starting to flow in. And I, I think most people, everybody's are, are, are favorite player okay on the it. team's going to be the backup quarterback, and it's always going to be that way. Everybody wants that change, but let, let, let me get this: Troy Taylor started a third string walk on quarterback last season at Eastern Washington and turned him into. What the the school record holder in passing yards in a season? The FCS record holder. The the FCS record holder. Thank you, Josh. Not only that, but he also had four new offensive linemen on that team too. So, so. And, and 
and if you're Utah, you know your running game's going to be solid. You know, Armand Shine's going to be back, hopefully at least at worst, you know, what, midseason. But you have uh, Zach Moss that's going to be there. Your offensive line should be pretty good. You have to think that the passing game can be at least decent. I mean, could it be too much to ask for a 60% pass completion ratio? Yes, they completed those deep passes, and yes, you know, they were able to do some things. But there were times when it was third and four, and they couldn't convert because they couldn't get those, you know, short whatever routes uh, completed. And I think that moving the chains consistently is going to be way more important than hitting an occasional 40-yard pass down the field. But what what does the offense look like, James? What's what's the what's the uh, division between run pass. I mean, are we are we looking 55 45 are we looking 60 40 and there's there's also variables in that cuz if you're throwing it 55% of the time but you're throwing it downfield consistently <laughs> and that's a lot different than just throwing uh, a, a quick 6 yard out route. It is I I will be I have no idea. I will be interested to see what that breakdown is going to be because uh Troy Taylor throughout his history it is all dependent on the personnel that he has available. And when he had Jake Browning at Folsom, he was throwing the ball almost 70% of the time. That's what I love about a, a good offensive coordinator can mold their offense to so, the talent they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, like, he was throwing 70% of the time with Jake Browning. When, when he left, when Browning left and he had an average quarterback and a better running game, you know, he was running and throwing the ball almost even. He was throwing the ball, I think, 55% of the time. And So it's changed based on uh, the personnel that he has available. So I will be interested to see... Uh, what he does, where he feels most comfortable with, I think it'll be a lot closer to 50-50 than some people think. Rebuilt offensive line. Let's be honest. The running game is probably not going to be as, a, as good as it was last year. Joe Williams was was that good. So, so Will, if 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 you're Kyle or if you're Troy Taylor and you're Kyle Whittingham, what's the what's the game plan for you? Because you have an inexperienced offensive line, you have an, an inexperienced quarterback, you have for the most part two inexperienced running backs. Uh, who aren't as good as the guy that you had last year who was All-American level mm-hmm. in, in Joe Williams, but you do have a rep- an improved uh, receiving core. What's what's the layout here? What's what's the plan of attack? Uh, I'd, I'd say they're going to throw the ball more than you know people expect, and I think that one thing that Tyler Huntley does well that Troy Taylor likes is he's a pretty darn good immediate intermediate passer. And on a, they might not be throwing the ball down the field all the time, but you know throwing the ball 5, 10 yards, but... Uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not too worried about the offensive line. I think they've done really well with recruiting the offensive line. Everyone knows Jim Harding is, uh, you know, a great coach, and uh, he's and his years at Utah, he, they've never had, uh, you know, a lackluster offensive line. So yeah, there's there's going to be some growing pains, but I, I have faith in these guys to get that offensive line ready. Josh, it's is, is it if you were using this Utah offense, if you were game planning, how would you want to do it? You knowing what their strengths are and what their weaknesses Hell are. Hail Marys, hundred percent. Yes, Hail Marys every single time. I mean, throw it down at the end, to the end zone. Just pray for it. You yeah. know, I mean, why not? Right? <laughs> My God, Swinney's chair is just uh, acting up. At it's, least that's what he's claiming. We've got an issue over he, here. He's got issues. No, I I think. I had a lot of milk today. <laughs> you know, a Utah lot. has has a lot of great running backs there, and and Utah's obviously proved that they can they can get a guy. I mean, the fact that John White the fourth is is Utah's leading rusher all time, like that says something. And I, I understand that was Norm Chow, and and that was you know something different. But at the same time, like they they know how to to get that kind of talent there. So I don't want to say Utah is going to absolutely go away from the run. I think that's going to be there, especially since when we were asking Whittingham and Taylor both about. What are you looking for in a quarterback? What do you want out of a quarterback? Several times they kept bringing up the QB run game. So I don't think they're necessarily going to go away from from running, but I think you're definitely going to see a lot more passing, and I think you should. The fact that you have Darren Carrington out there 
automatically makes you better. Can we say he's the best receiver, at least looking at him outside of uh, Josh Gordon that Utah's had on their roster since joining the Pac-12? <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, it's Josh hands down. He was on the roster. Even, he Carrington has played. first drug test. Carrington's played as many games <laughs> as Gordon, so that's why. But that can't, that'll change next Thursday. If you can't pass your first drug test, you're not on the team. Well, you know. So, yes, yes, he's the best. Yeah. James, <laughs> would you agree with that? I would say he's the most versatile. I, I think he, he can do everything pretty well. Well, since Utah's joined the Pac-12, I, there's no question that Darren Carrington's the best receiver Utah's had since they've joined the conference. And Drez was pretty good. Drez was pretty good. but And he gets a bad rap for drops. But Carrington yeah. is, is a better all-around, rec- all-around receiver. Him well, and it's so different God between – Two peas in yeah. a pod. Yeah. yeah, it's so different between <laughs> Drez and Carrington. I mean, I think Drez was great at the speed and just being able to get downfield fast, and, and if he caught it, you know, was able to make big plays. Carrington, Carrington can do everything. He drags his his toe well in the back of an end zone. <laughs> I don't know like what you're talking about. I, I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking. About. Of an end zone. We talked about leashes uh, real quickly with Rojack, and, and I'll go back to Rojack and ask everybody: How long is the leash for for Huntley? Like, what's the scenario in which he gets pulled for ineffectiveness? Well, luckily your your schedule sets up pretty well in that you get three games in which to warm up before the you know the real season begins, and everybody's going to say, "Oh, well, BYU is a tough." T-. Yeah, they are, but guess what? You lose that game, it doesn't change your outcome in the Pac-12 South, which is your ultimate goal. If you're investing in Huntley, don't you think that the, the leash is going to be? I don't know. I think it's decently long. He's a sophomore. You know, there's going to be some growing pains, but you're trying to develop this guy for the future without killing the the confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the absolute worst case scenario we could see here? Being down at halftime to North Dakota, and then, uh, then maybe they think about a switch. But I, I don't. don't I don't think so. I, I think that I think that uh, Huntley's got a pretty decently long leash, unless he's just going out there and throwing it to the other team every single. Yeah, time. and I don't think that's going to happen. I, I truthfully think the the leash isn't necessarily an issue. I think it's more of of health. If he if he gets in there and we see like a Chucky Keaton type thing where he comes in there and he just can't stay healthy. Then you're going to have problems, well, and I, that could be an issue because I mean he's he's not the biggest quarterback, and he's going to run quite a bit. So I mean he's going to I mean, he's going to throw it. The goal is to throw it as a quarterback, but he is going to run it more than I would say more most traditional. Are you quarterbacks worried about his size? Because I'm not I'm not no. particularly worried about his size. It's college football, man. Yeah, you, you, you see some slight yeah. guys out there. Lamar Jackson. Tore oh yeah, it up. oh yeah, it's Lamar Jackson. Exactly. It's about getting a clean shot on, yeah. on Tyler Huntley. And, size isn't an issue if he runs smart. Right. It's about getting out of bounds, sliding, doing what you need to do, and, and not taking those. I have no idea what that means. Oh, so size isn't an issue. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, yeah. Well, how long do you guys think the leash is? That is that kind of the answer for the leash is. Is, as long as he's he's healthy, he's your guy. If he's not, as long as he's not turning it over a ton, because what? Look, well, if you're gonna bench your senior captain, start like I, I just think that you're. Hey, you're going full bore ahead with Tyler Huntley. Sure, like you know. Well, like, I mean, you could. I mean, let's. Be, I, I think Utah is better than BYU and will beat BYU. But that game is a losable game. I think you could lose that game. It's it's not inconceivable to lose on the road to BYU. Uh, Arizona is at Arizona. So and that and that's your fourth game. Then you got Stanford after that. So and then it's USC after that. You look. I was talking. I think Josh was it you and I were talking about how, or maybe it was you, me, and Gorns were talking about how they could be five and zero or six and zero, and you're setting up for that USC game. Um, and uh, but it, it's not a cakewalk even to start. I mean, BYU is a team that can beat you, and Arizona on the road is a team that can beat you, and then Stanford even at home is still a team that can beat you. If you're if you've got a losing record, you're two and two or two and three, and your defense is still doing what Utah defenses do. Even if Tyler Huntley is moderately efficient, do you look at it maybe just to, to 
to mix things up a little bit because we saw how it panned out for USC last year. Not that I was it would expect a Troy Williams to come in and have a Sam Darnold type of season, but teams make changes sometimes just for the sake of making a change, and it works. I, I mean, I think it's it's it depends on the situation, obviously, and and I think you know we saw Travis Wilson throw what six. Or was it seven no, interceptions? No, six against UCLA. Six, six, yeah. You know that one very well. Yeah. Um, it was, was six interceptions. In they didn't really have a good option behind him, but at the same time, like, he it was, was... Hayes, right? Hayes was behind him? At yeah. That point? yeah. And, and so it was It was their future. They had to go with Travis. They had to give him the confidence. Now, obviously, that wasn't a great confidence-building game, and, and I don't know if he really shook that off for the rest of the season. But I think the point is, you know, the, the schedule sets up fairly well. I mean, you've got four games until you get to US or Stanford, and you're pr- you're going to be tested. Don't get me wrong. I would guess you'd be four zero. I I would assume that honestly. Like I think you there's if if this is the Utah team that we expect they can be, there's no reason they shouldn't be four zero. And so your real true test is against Stanford against a very tough defense. I know BYU is going to be a tough defense as well, but I think they they can they can beat them, and Tyler Huntley can can do that. So I think in those four games you're going to know what you've got with him, and I think the coaching staff will know what they've got. And so. I, I don't necessarily see that leash being pulled until at least Stanford, unless he's completely way off, and then at that point you've got to reconsider your whole evaluation. Yeah, I think even if he's just average for the first four games, as long as Utah's winning, they're just going to say, this is development, this is development. I th- and I think that softer schedule is a great thing because it allows them to do that, even though BYU and Arizona are losable games. I still think those are great games for, for Tyler Henley. All right, we're going to get your feet wet with a good opponent. Not a great opponent, but but good enough opponents that can beat you, and he's got to do that. So Will's over there smirking. I don't know why. <laughs> just get your feet wet. That was funny to me. All right. Uh, if you're Detroit uh, Williams, like, what's what's your role now? I mean, we know you're the backup quarterback, but like, how much do you embrace this, or do you just say, I, "I'm ready when you need me to go"? Because at some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a snap. If I was Troy Williams, I'd be a very bitter person. Like, you know, I I wouldn't I would not handle this very well. But he's he's been a team guy, a team player. So I think you're gonna see him out there and hoping that he's going to get a shot to play at some point in this season. And with how college football goes, don't you think maybe you know one game injury or something's gonna happen where hey Troy Williams will get his number called and have the chance to go out there? Sure, games. I mean, guys, their seasons end in game one. We've seen it happen to uh, Kenneth Scott. Um, we saw it happen to was it Matt Asiata? It's happened to so a couple guys have had their seasons in in game one, and you got to have a starter or a backup step right in there. But James, you got to think when he was told, "Hey, you're the backup." There's no way that doesn't sting. Uh, of course not. I mean, they're all competitors; they all want to play, and I think we'll learn a lot about the kind of athlete and kind of person that Troy Williams is with how he handles this, but. I'm I'm with all that. I wouldn't handle it very well personally myself. If, if either, it was so. Swinney, he'd be like tying his shoes, his shoestrings oh, yeah. together, yeah. Oh, yeah. sabotaging his sabotage. playbook. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm a saboteur. I, I think you know this is where where Williams can really show off his leadership. If he really wants to be that team leader, some, something that he said was a, a goal of his this year. Now, obviously, I think he thought starting quarterback was tied to that. But I think this is this is something that he he takes as part of his his ability to be a quarterback. He's got to know that he still has to lead. As as crazed as he is about not getting that job, he has to know that there's going to be at least one opportunity that that job is going to be his again. Because Tyler Huntley, if he runs, all it takes is one tackle the wrong way, and he's the starting quarterback. You know, Troy. He started the whole season last year, but he really didn't get out of the pocket that much. And they had one of the best offensive lines Utah's ever had. So he had a lot of flexibility. Utah obviously has an offensive line that is going to be good, but they're not going to be nearly as good as that. And so you have to imagine that 
that, you know, hopefully he doesn't get injured, Tyler's probably going to take some hits and there very well is a good chance. And if you're bitter and you're not allowing that to build you up instead of like tear you down, you're going to struggle and it's not going to be in a better situation. So you have to be ready for that situation and make sure that, that you can be that leader and then step in. Maybe it might happen and maybe it won't, but, but you can't, you, at least externally, you can't you know, allow that anger or that frustration to come out. A quick answer from everybody is I'll go around and will, t- will Troy Williams start a game at any point this season? And if so, will it be due to ineffectiveness from Tyler Huntley or due to an injury? Josh, you're first. I would have to say yes, but it would be due to injury. Rojak? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that uh, uh, Huntley uh, starts all games. Will? Uh, I'm going to go with yeah, Just uh, and it's probably going to be due to injury. I'll say no. I mean, Williams might get in to finish a game or something, but I don't think Huntley will miss a start. I think that it's just the the numbers game. Like most quarterbacks do mm-hmm. end up missing starts. So uh, Tyler, Did Jake Browning miss a start for Washington last year? Uh, I don't think so. Not just, that I can recall. Just, just saying. He's not a big guy. <laughs> He's not real big. I, I mean, maybe he'll miss one. I, well, I, you know, I, just I would guess Troy will start at some game, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be due to ineffectiveness. I think that would just absolutely crush. Look at Rojak coming Tyler, after you. Tyler Hanley. Hey, jeez. <laughs> That's what people do. They come after me. Um, what are reasonable expectations statistically for uh, Huntley this season, James? Oh, God. Why do you ask those kind of questions? We have no idea because we don't know what the offense exactly. is going to be like. So one let's, million let's yards. Go, That's too many. Let, let's go rather conservative and say let's shoot for twenty nine hundred yards and uh, twenty five touchdowns passing plus another oh three to four hundred on the ground. How many picks? <laughs> Let me that. How many picks and and lost fumbles? Combined? How many total turnovers? Yeah. Uh I like the offense. I'll go less than ten on the total turnovers. All right, Will. 20 touchdowns, uh, 10 interceptions, 3,000 yards passing. <laughs> what is this? What, 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 what's this is, that? that's, that's like a 1993 NFL quarterback yeah, stat I was, line. Playing, I was playing blitz <laughs> earlier you Dave today. Craig over yeah. there? Jeez. Rojak, give me some numbers. Uh, well, John Hayes was uh, nearly a 2-1 to one touchdown to intercept. Interception ratio. So is I think that's the that, bottom that, for that's you. The second that, time you brought up John I'm just saying. <laughs> that's the, are you saying like that's the bottom of the barrel? That's the starting point for Utah uh, quarterbacks. Because Hayes won eight games. They won, and they won a Sun Bowl. And they did against Georgia Tech. It yeah. was a great game. Yeah, that was awesome. Norman Chow, though. So. I, I think that you have to at least hit 3,000 yards passing. I mean, as just hmm. like a base goal. And I think that you can do that by. Uh, at least a 60% completion percentage. And uh, everybody's saying, well, Troy Williams should have been the starter. What? This is a new offense. And l- l- the simple answer is, what if Huntley just grasped this new o- offensive concept better than than Troy Williams? That's the simple – I mean, I think that's what we're at right now. He just grasped it, he grasped it better or the same, or he's able to perform better or the same. Exactly. So it's not like – it's not, say, you know, the senior quarterback coming into the same system that he had the year – it's not. This is a completely different so thing. You got so you got Huntley thrown for 4,000 4, yards? No, I'm going to, you know, say 3,000 because I think that the, the, the majority of Whittingham's offensive scheme is still going to be on the ground regardless of how you do it. What, you know, um, you, you know, two running back sets are going to be a feature according to, to Josh. Yep. From what I hear, so I I think the running game will still have its importance, but you got to clean up the red zone. I mean, Utah was what 11th in the conference in red zone. That'll boost the touchdown numbers. I I think that's where fifty percent touchdown percentage. I I think that's where um, Huntley will have a lot of value is with his legs uh, inside the five. We saw it in the bowl game. Yeah, I think that's Josh. All right, so I'm going to go out here with uh, the higher number. I'm going to even just go to 3,500 yards. We're going to do it. 
So, and, and the reason I say this is because, you know, Troy Taylor talks a lot about wanting to take opportunities to score. This isn't going to be the typical Utah team that's going to take a 14-point lead and take their foot off the gas. Troy Taylor will murder you. He will take... <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> He's like the nicest guy of all time. Yeah. He'll murder you. a really nice guy. With points. Those quiet ones. Yeah. Oh, that's what points. it is. I can always tell. It's that left eye. You can see it in his left eye, right in the pupil there. Please don't grab that sound <laughs> That's the murder pupil. <laughs> Troy Taylor. No, but I think I think they're going to take every opportunity to score, and they're going to do as much as they possibly can. Now, will that actually happen? I don't know. But I think if they run this offense as well as they think they can, I think there's no question that he can get 3,500 yards and be able to to score as many points as they possibly can. The the, the real teams that you're going to ha- you know struggle against, you're going to struggle against USC. Their defense is is good. Stanford's going to be a good defense, and obviously Washington. But other than that, there's no reason you can't put up a lot of numbers. Yeah, I was just texting with Troy Taylor, and he said he will not murder you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm gonna actually go over the three thousand as well. I'm gonna go with thirty one hundred yards. Uh, Ooh, is this the Price on. Is Right game? Yeah, now? yeah, real, real bold there. I think he'll throw for twenty two touchdowns, um, twelve interceptions. You just copied my pretty much my line. No, I just added two to each of them. He's gonna run for eight <laughs> for eight touchdowns, but he's also gonna fumble it five times and lose five fumbles this year. So the fans will be real pissed about the number of fumbles from. Uh, Tyler when are when aren't the fans mad? Oh, like, they, 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 they like you know we're talking about they made <laughs> they start the sophomore quarterback. You should be sure. excited about it. You still find some people that are oh, no. are out there salty. Yeah. I still have people bringing up to me. Uh, it happened like two years ago, and I asked a simple question: How does the the Florida high school player of the year end <laughs> no. up at Utah? And that somehow got turned into. Tyler Huntley is a terrible human being and an awful football player. He'll never be great. Oh, just wait till that. Three and out to open the game against yeah. North Dakota. I mean, man. they're going to turn on him. They're going to turn on him, turn on him quickly. Uh, he got here because Dennis Erickson knows everybody in Florida. So, he's not on staff anymore. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. But you know, he's the he's the Florida high school player. There, you, you, you would think, you yeah, know, he'd, he'd end up at a Florida school. Well, they they got his boys too. They got his two buddies, and and they're here as well. And Demarius, that's pretty cool. You're going to see uh, three guys, all true sophomores, out of the same high school. From Florida all the way in Utah, starting uh, in in game one. So we're we're assuming Demar Simpkins starts. Is that where is that we're going with? Yeah, I think he'd start in that slot position next to uh, um, Raylan, uh, Raylan Singleton and to Darren Carrington. Right, that's kind of what we're thinking now. All right, that's that's the starting. Um, how, does this change expectations for Utah in any way? Does for me it lowers the ceiling a little bit? I think the potential for more losses is there. I don't know if it necessarily raises it, but I do think there is a long term impact that I think is valuable for this season. I, I still think Utah. Absolute best case scenario: eleven wins, ten is 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 a reasonable, good goal. But I still think they're an eight or nine win team. Absolutely, I'd say eight, nine wins. William, uh, I'm going. This raises expectations for me just a little bit. I think you know you you got him in there, and he's you know perfect fit to run Troy Taylor's offense, and I think he'll th- he's going to thrive in it. I think at best they're a nine and ten win season. I think they'll probably be closer to a seven, maybe to nine, but. But I, I don't think Huntley necessarily discourages um, the optimism around that. Rojak? you got to go 8-9. to nine. I mean, I, I think that uh, he, 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 may, he may gain you a game with his athleticism, but he may lose a game because of his uh, inexperience. It's possible. I was Google Hangouting with um, uh, Troy Taylor earlier today. Google uh, Hangout? <laughs> do they wow. do that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was know. on MySpace earlier today, and Troy Taylor turned down my friend request. <laughs> I wanted to put him in my top eight, but he said no. He will murder <laughs> you. Yeah, stuff. serious. Um, have uh, Tom's my friend, though. <laughs> Um, what what makes this at the end of the day? What makes this a win for Wit and and Taylor? Because they are going to be open to more scrutiny if 
if this doesn't work. Do you think Whit is even, you know, Whit even cares, man? No, do, do, no, does Whit care what, what, what you, what I, what Josh, what any of us in this room think? No, he doesn't. But that doesn't mean he doesn't care what the boosters think because the boosters have the power to – not that Kyle Whittingham's going to get fired after this season. Utah could go 5-7 and seven and he could be fine. Uh, well, I don't know. Whittingham called me into his office last week to discuss <laughs> the quarterback situation, so <laughs> – I, I doubt he did that. But, um, so, yeah, so Whittingham's not going to get fired this season. So is this, knowing he's in a stable spot, is this a big a reason why he's able to do this? Yeah. Um, and, and what makes this a win? Like, do, do, does they have to hit, do they have to hit certain numbers, or is this all about wins and losses, like you said? If if they go – because Utah went 8-4 went and four in the regular season last year, 9-3 and three the year before, and it wasn't good enough for the fans because the quarterback play was inconsistent enough. It was – Man, look what we could have had. What makes this such a win is I think that you got an offensive-minded coach who is saying, hey, go out there and, and do your thing. Hey, I may fire you if you don't succeed, but hey, go out there and do, do your thing. And I think that's a huge win because I think that, you know, you talk about taking your foot off the gas. That's, that's killed Utah, you know, when you're, you, get up, you get up to a lead and you just sit on the ball. So, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's a changing of the guard. Well, I, and I, I honestly think it's it's the difference in how those wins and losses come. You know, those two five and seven seasons they were drastically different. The first five and seven season they were a five and seven team. The second five and seven team you could see progress, you could see something, you saw something was actually happening. So yeah, you may take your lumps with Tyler Huntley, and you may be able to only win five six games. But as long as there's progress and you're not just getting blown out by every team, I don't think there's any risk there. Well, I be. The the thing has always been, well, what if we had a quarterback? If we had, if we only had quarterback play, because what if you have good quarterback play this year and you still come up short? You come, let's say you go nine and three, you finish second, and, and USC is ten and two. Then just cancel the program. I mean, I mean, but, but <laughs> was that because of a missed field goal or I mean, why? It's, I guess <laughs> we're not talking kickers, all right? Stop. Determined because you, if you look at it last year, you could make a reasonable case that Utah could have won every single one of their regular season games. They could have been twelve and 0, two losses that they had. They shouldn't have had. Probably should not have had another one. A couple blocks in the back and and then inefficient in the red zone. So, if they, 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 at the end of the year Utah's 9 and 3, but the quarterbacks are exact the quarterback uh, output statistically is exactly the same and the team for the most part is the same. What's what's the response? Are they is it just this is who we are? You know what? At this point it's just forget it. Throw your hands in the air and there's nothing you can do. Truthfully, if you're statistically the same at quarterback at the end of the year, I say take it. Because if Huntley can get that, I think you're okay. Because you're a sophomore quarterback, yeah, it's not exactly what you want, but you're a 9-3 and win team, I say take it. I remember that Oregon game. That was back when you were just like a big-time radio celebrity doing call-ins <laughs> to ESPN Radio. Wow, throwing the heat today, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Coming after me big time. Hey, dude, I, I, it's not like I didn't go through the same oh, thing. Oh, no, it's just, it's just you know the knife right in the... Uh, uh, Troy Taylor called you up and then yeah. stabbed you. Knife right in the, uh, the one of he my, will murder one of my ten abs. Yeah. Um, but that I was showing. Do Troy you Taylor. have abs these days? I do. Let's see them. I do. Uh, do you want me to show you guys yeah. now? On yes, the air? exactly. You, you I want. I want to comment on them. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember when we went to Pac-12 Media Days and you had to do all of your like your workout before yeah. we could like relax. Oh, no, I, I got to do a hundred push-ups, three hundred sit-ups, and then we can go. This outside. is Will trying to be the Donald Trump of uh, the team and try to distract he just from the actual. To distract What's what happening? did you want him to do? Yeah, what was I supposed to do? I, I don't know. Eat some gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat that stuff. It makes me. Not I, I think it was chicken and waffles. Chicken yeah, and waffles chick oh yeah, that chicken and waffles were. All good, right, man. so that, now mm. that we said we talked about Hope what makes us a win. Gummy bears. Uh, <laughs> g give me your. Uh, the season starts next week, guys. Give me your predictions for the season. I want to know Utah's regular season record, their conference record, and where they finish in the South. Josh, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, let's go eight wins. And in conference, five and four. Yeah, probably five and four. 
Okay. Is that, what, second or third in the South? Yeah. <laughs> second. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Too, too many questions. Yeah. I got an idea for you, James. Well, you already know. I sent it to you. Yeah, you do. Uh, I, nine and three, it, six so. and three in the conference play, and second in the South. Well, I'm going with nine wins. They end up playing in the, the humanitarian fight hunger bowl, and uh, this isn't BYU. What are you doing, man? Yeah, they don't play in that. They don't play there. Utah plays in the good the good bowl games. Oh, okay. The, the, I don't think the fight hunger bowl is even still around. No, I think it's out. It's been gone for a while. So you got nine and three. Are they six and then six uh, six and three in conference? Yeah, second place. Robert. I hate to do it, but I'm going to go nine and three as well. Six and three. You don't hate with that with that that, that shit eating grin on your face I, over there at the same time, huh? Yeah, Utah's had so many chances to win the South, but Dude, it's going to suck oh, at the end of the year when they're second to USC. Again. Yeah, I, I, I guys, I'm in the same boat. Uh, eight and a half wins, three and a half losses, uh, five and a half non com or five and a half conference wins. I just can't decide between eight and nine at this point. Five and a half. They they, they call the game because of rain <laughs> at halftime. Yeah. There's lightning out there, so yeah. you give each team half of a win. No, no they just eight yeah. overtimes against Arizona and just call just the game. Just call it a game. So yeah, I think this team's going to win eight to nine games. Um, and second in the South, I think USC is by, far and away the best team in the South. So guys, did you have fun today? Josh, you going to practice here in a shortly? Shortly, you bet. Just James, are you going to practice? Oh, of course. All right, I'm going to go to open house at my uh, kid's school. Uh, Michelle Bodkin will also be at practice. Uh, will, you're not allowed at practice. I'm not allowed anywhere these days. No. And uh, Robert, uh, I have to go babysit. No, you have to go. You're going to go call Monty. He's got uh, some good inside <laughs> info on the Francis Bernard situation. You got to go babysit. If you're watching your own kid, it's not babysitting. Sure it's it called is. being a dad. Being a dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still <laughs> learning. I'm only nine oh. weeks on the job. I <laughs> yeah, got to learn somehow. Yeah, Will's been doing this for months, man. He's got way. He's way. How many kids are you up to? Uh, still the same. <laughs> still the same. Still, still eleven. <laughs> Goodness gracious. For uh, Josh Furlong, Robert Jackson, Will Smith, and James Durant, I'm Brian Sweeney. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Utecast here on UteZone and UteZone.com.